Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on no excuses and decision-making. That's right. We're going to get off the fence. We're going to stop waffling. We're not going to wait forever. We're not going to shoot from the hip. But what are we going to do? What are we going to do? That's right. And today we're actually beginning with our first strategy towards good decision-making. That's right. We're going to spend some time looking at being intentional. Okay. So tell me, what is it about being intentional that helps us in decision-making? One thing is it takes the focus off of you. So now we're going to get the pressure off of getting a right or wrong decision here. And we're going to get a different stance. And it's going to be about what outcome we want to see happen. There's results that aren't happening and that have necessitated us deciding something, whether it's a large decision or a small one. We want to shift our attention to what we want to see happen at the other end. That's one thing we're going to do. And then the second thing we're going to talk about today is we want to be real grounded in reality. So this has to be based on what's really happening around us. Our data has got to be accurate. It's the people involved. We've got to find out what's going on. We can't be affecting outcomes based on just perceptions or rumor. So let's talk about these results or being grounded in reality. Well, let's start with results. So one thing we want to do with our stance is shift our attention. And we're going to take it off of ourselves. We're going to take it off of the politics. And we're going to take it off of the other personalities. And we're going to say, what needs to be different? What do we really want to see happen here? And proportional to the amount of effort we put in making that articulate and specific, the better and more quickly we will be able to make our next decision. So it's very crucial to really lay out what you want to see. It's so easy for that to get confused because other things come in. Like you have an unhappy boss. Well, inadvertently, one of your goals in decision-making might be just to make that person happy, just to get them off your back. Well, as nice as that would be, that's not going to lead you to the best decision. It might be that somebody's made a mistake repeatedly and you're just weary of it. You're weary of going back again and confronting that. And so you do it yourself. And again, you're not making a decision based on what you want to see happen, which in that case would be you know, to delegate things out so that everybody's pulling their weight. Other factors are making the decision for you. And then this concept of being grounded in reality. What do you mean by that? It has to do with perceptions. It has to do with whether we are seeing what's going on and what needs to happen clearly, or if again, these other issues are fogging it up for us. Politics, a disorganized bureaucracy, layers and layers of processes can get in the way. And so again, we may be frustrated with the process. We may be frustrated with how many approvals we need to get. And so we end up going around, for example, And so what we do is short circuit and we end up making a decision not based in reality. And so it ends up being a bad decision because when circumstances actually play themselves out and the actual people get involved with it, all this thinking that's been done in isolation is disconnected and they'll just bump right into each other. I have heard you say too that there's an importance in actually gathering data. It may take the form of traditional data like numbers and the actual facts of how much time something's taking or how much something costs. But data, what we really mean is all the facts, all the issues involved. The more of those you can just get out on the table and call them what they are, even if it's politics, if you can call it that, there's some politics involved here that we have to take into account. Then you can take it into account without giving it control. So that's what we're doing. We're trying to get all the facts out on the table. So in this process, you're really almost dissecting this decision. Exactly. If you wanted a fun exercise to do with it, it would be to use sticky notes to write down the issues and the people and the 
everything related to it, this data we're pointing to. And just get your team or whether you're doing it alone or with others and just cover it, literally do it over the table, get it out on the table and then go through those stickies and kind of resort them after you get them off your chest and out on the table into what's crucial to get you the results and which ones are kind of complicating or getting in the way. And then what are just unrelated, but bothering you or a nuisance and you really don't want to give them too much influence. That can be a very helpful way to kind of separate that process of getting it out and then seeing what's really crucial to getting you where you need to go. I think you would say that really your goal in doing that is just to get to the bottom line decision. Like what's the outcome you want from the decision? Exactly. You may be thinking that you're trying to decide whether or not to fire a certain employee and probably don't want to do that at a meeting, sticky notes, firing person at the meeting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe not while they're there. (laughs) As you get all these issues out on the table and you start sorting them as we described you might discover that the real results you want to see has nothing to do with whether or not they're employed there, that something's not happened, that you're associating with this person's performance, and what's involved in making that happen isn't going to be solved by keeping them or firing them. Staying real focused on what you want to see change, that'll help you deal with whether that person needs to be confronted and you can actually get them on the same train that everyone else is on, or if it is a situation where you're better off, you know, asking them to leave the team. Well, I love this because I think it gives for the decision maker a kind of built-in objectivity, which we know that we can't really be objective when we make a decision, but it kind of gives you an opportunity to be objective and might give you a perspective or, you know, some kind of um, insight into something you didn't see before because of your proximity to it. And that's what's core to No Excuses Leadership is that our main blind spot has to do with ourselves. And when you jump ahead and just operate out of perceptions, you're not aware of a lot of things going on until you pause and take a look around. So this is part of the bigger theme that's going to run through all three of the series is to develop this growing awareness of how you show up and how you are involved, in this case, in decision-making. And if you can see what you're doing well and what you're overlooking, then you can compensate and work with that and get the kind of you and the ego out of the equation Mm -hmm. and be a more effective leader. What I also like about this is it kind of gives kind of a proactive way to handle a decision instead of it kind of being this thing out there that's the problem, the decision being the problem, as opposed to it being Mm. working towards a solution or working towards something. That's right. We're also, by being outcome-focused and non-egocentric, we're making the decision not so crucial. You know, this all or nothing. In fact, this might be a good point to pause and remind everybody that, you know, our bigger practice that we're suggesting here is kind of a observe and act, a kind of a reflect and decide, kind of assess what's going on and make your next decision constantly, constantly. So we're not doing one big massive assessment and then making one huge all or nothing decision. We're assessing what's going on as best we can and making a decision. And then we're watching what's going on and making our next decision so that we can adjust and keep moving forward, even as we're seeing, watching on the ground, what's working and what's not working. It's not that the decision was wrong. It's that we are observing and aware and making adjustments along the way. Well, this is a huge insight, Carl. And we're just at the beginning. Next week, we'll be discussing timeliness. That's right. I mean, now we got to get connected with the clock and that the world is moving on without us while we're doing all this data collection and uh, reflection. So we got attention. We'll, We'll address next week. 
Great. Well, as always, you're blogging on these topics. Feel free to join Carl and make some comments on the web at boldenterprises.com. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.